0: You're listening to the Filthy Fantasy Football
1: Show. All right, everybody, welcome into another exciting episode of the Filthy Fantasy Football so- Show. So, it's a safe place. Why can't I speak? It's a safe space for all you foul mouth fantasy players out there. As always, it's your boys, King Josh, Josh King, Big Rome, Fantasy Fish guys. What the fuck is going on? How are you doing? That was the best intro yet. Josh. <laughs> I know. Now and we'll the sad be- part is, I'm not even drunk, but I am horny. Like, I'm
2: all what else is there? Yeah, <laughs> drunk, high, drunk, high, and horny.
3: Yeah, hey, just, Rome's living the dream. Just watching Rome. <laughs> <laughs> He's just gonna rub one out and go to bed after this. <laughs>
1: You're goddamn right. I like that you're wearing a do-rag,
2: too.
3: Is it a do-rag or is it a sleeve of a shirt? Come it on. looks
2: like an arm sleeve. It's actually... It is a wife beater that I put <laughs> on my head to stop me from sweating because I'm a big sweaty human. Is, is it For a hot all you down ladies out there? It's 101 degrees today. Yes, sir. Oh, it was 60 and rainy here. 60 and rainy?
0: Yeah.
2: Like my favorite weather. Oh, it's
1: the best. I'm, I'm
2: thrilled about it. You keep telling me to move there. I should probably listen.
1: You should move here, you son of a bitch. Then we could record in person and kiss on the lips. That's my favorite thing to do. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> like, I don't know. You'd have fun up here. There's snow sometimes. Actually, there's snow for a good portion of the winter. But it, we don't get as much as fish does. So there's that.
0: My skin yeah. tone looks like snow.
3: Fuck snow, dude. Snow or glue stick? I guess they're the same color, huh?
0: Yeah. A delicious glue stick.
1: Huh?
3: Oh, you're <laughs> one of those, Josh? You ate glue sticks as a child?
1: <laughs> it was the what was it was the one that had like the three colored on the label, the yellow,
2: pink, and orange or something like that. Look, guys, it was all about Elmer's glue. Yeah, come on. No, put it's it right in the, put it in the palm of your hand. And yeah, and then let it dry. Like it skin. Mm, yeah, nothing fucking better than that. Come on. It's you know funny. You remember also like, the weird shit we
1: like. You take a safety pin and you just do it through like the thinnest part of your finger. Yeah, and <laughs> you ever do that?
3: Hurt at all? Yeah. 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 I did that before. Yeah. Yeah. I did the glue thing just the other day on accident because I was helping my son with a homework project and I got some glue in my hands. And then I was taking a shit and I was like, why is my skin peeling? And I peeled it off and it was like a whole big thing. And I was like, what the hell is wrong with me? And it was the glue.
1: You're like, I'm dying. This yeah, is
3: it for me. for a minute. I was going to die in the toilet. God damn it.
1: <laughs> like John Mechie, I got leukemia and my skin's falling off. Oh man, that's oh. good. Oh, John Rome Roman, I just did a big
2: dynasty trade that he offered, but now he's second guessing. <laughs> I sure am. I'm second-guessing the shit out of it because I gave up too many firsts for no damn reason. You got the Jets' defense out of it. <sighs> is it weird that they're probably the best part of that deal? No.
0: Soft actually, what's funny is, honestly, out of
2: that trade, the Jets' defense was like the one thing I was hesitant on. I was like, man, I like having the Jets' defense. I mean, now I've got the 49ers and the Jets, I think, so I'm pretty happy with that.
0: Oh, yeah, We should make oh, it. Oh,
2: shit. I think I have to cut people now. Fucking hell.
1: Nice. No. You know what? Actually, that's a good point. Remember, if you're ever making trades out there, and you are in taking a couple, like a player or two more than what you're giving away, remember you have to drop somebody. So sometimes you might think like, "Wow, I'm trading." For instance, like, "Hey, I, I'm I'm trading Dalvin Cook and Devontae Adams, and I'm getting back. I don't know, like Damian Pierce. You're like, fuck yeah!" But then remember, you have to drop somebody. So it's not just well, yes. you. It's not. You're not just giving up Damien Pierce You're now giving up Damien Pierce and then whoever you have to drop
3: Also, also Damien Pierce and your shittiest player
2: Also friendly tip Don't drink and trade Or get high and trade Neither You sent that time.
1: to me like a month ago
2: uh, And I was drunk and high then So don't do it It's fair I try to avoid it It's
0: never a good thing It's never a good thing. But then also, that's another
1: reminder. When trades and drops and stuff happen in your league, pay attention to who got dropped. Because you might want that player. No, don't do that. Because you might have a guy in your league that drops Des Bryant for no reason. (laughs) He's one of our listeners, man. Come on. What's up, Brian? We love you. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, So for tonight's show, we're going to jam a lot of knowledge into you because drafts are just about done. So I apologize if you didn't get this episode before you draft. But if you've been listening to us a couple of years, you have to know we try really hard, but sometimes think Rome just exited for some reason. I think he's getting another Mai Tai. I think that's what, yeah, he has these canned Mai Tais that are like 13%. <laughs> he's just getting fucking hammered, <laughs> which that reminds me fish. We should start sending him more trade offers in dynasty now. Cause we should just flood him today. Yeah, let's just send a bunch of offers so he gets confused and he starts accepting trades. Okay. But anyways, so we're going to talk about wide receivers and tight end values that we like in the draft. It's kind of like last episode we talked about quarterbacks and running backs. And then we're going to, you know, I don't know, some sort of draft advice and maybe some early waiver players that we think you might be interested in. So uh,
0: with that being said, Rome also got a cookie. <laughs> I pr- at least he muted, so that's good. He's learning. He's learning. I see. He's like chewing so he can talk.
3: <laughs> <laughs> no, he's laughing so he can't talk.
0: Yeah, stop, stop eating
3: the fucking cookie so you can
1: talk. He's fine. Why would you, you continue on without him? He's, he's hungry. Like. He's, like, rush chewing so he can talk, but then he starts eating more. Put that cookie in a blender and mix it with your Mai Tai. It'd be great.
0: Put the cookie down. <laughs> oh, man. It's a dry cookie. It's been around for a while. <laughs> yeah, that's no fun. Number got two. another Mai Tai? Yeah. Yeah. All right. So, with that being said,
1: let's talk about some wide receivers we really like. Rome with a cookie in his mouth. Who are the wide receivers you like?
2: Let me tell you. Let me tell you one thing here that I really, really like. He's my number one guy. I like so very much this year Mike Evans. And I'll tell you why. Mike Evans is the number 34 wide receiver, which, by the way, way too fucking low for a guy that averages a <laughs> thousand yards a fucking season. The disrespect here. Is mind-bottling. And he's number 77 overall. I don't understand why this fall happened other than they're disrespecting Baker Mayfield. Now, that being said, here's what I really truly feel about Baker Mayfield and the connection he's going to have with Mike Evans. What made Mike Evans so good in college? Josh, go. King Josh, go. That he was just bigger and more athletic than everybody? Because he can go up and get the fucking deep ball, right? He's, he's the 50-50 guy. He made Johnny Manziel look like a fucking stud. Johnny Manziel sucks dicks in hell, and he's not in the league anymore. I guess go watch his fucking whatever, his huge Netflix special. I watched it. They it's not that great. I- yeah, whatever. It is what it is. They kind of fucked up a lot of those Netflix stuffs, but whatever. Mike Evans is going. All Baker Mayfield does well is throw the ball deep. Mike Evans is going to benefit so much from this. It's one of the reasons why I've got Mike Evans so high, and one of the reasons I'm kind of fading Chris Godwin. To be honest, he's he's a little more short and intermediate, and that's not Baker Mayfield's thing. Like Baker likes to air that motherfucker out. He wants to chuck it, man. He's got a big arm. Let him let him fucking cook, and he's going to be cooking with Evans. Evans is easily getting over a thousand yards again this year, and I can see ten plus to twelve plus touchdowns for this. I, I like. I like Mike Evans this year as well.
1: I just plus like, you know, Baker Mayfield, you know, OBJ, he had his fantasy relevance with him as well. And like the thing with Mike Evans too, he's quarterback proof. He's played with James Winston, Josh McCown, Ryan Fitzpatrick, Tom Brady. Who, I don't know. Trent Dilfer, like who fuck? like name a fucking Tampa Bay quarterback. He probably played with them and he still had a thousand yards every fucking year. This guy's just done. That's a fucked up question, Josh.
3: Name a Tampa Bay quarterback other than Tom Brady.
0: Can't be done. (laughs) (laughs) Kyle Trask. (laughs) Kyle Trask. Yeah, Kyle Trask, because he's such a good player. Where'd you go to college? Kyle Trask, I don't fucking know. No one cares about him. Florida. You know what, speaking of...
1: Speaking of those fucking horrible Netflix things, they really fucked up that Florida team with Tom tu- Tebow, dude. That Aaron Hernandez, they had fucking legit gangsters on that team. They had a guy who got charged with murder. Like, I think like eighteen of their players have been arrested.
2: Like, how do you skip over all well, of that? There was more than eighteen. They didn't even touch on any of that shit. And they talked about all of them like they were fucking. Sa- like saviors of children it's like these fucking gangsters they, man they all of it.
3: them there was like a five second se- snip where they were like a lot of players in Florida have been arrested
2: yeah <laughs> didn't really touch on much of it like I get it Urban myers is a shit dick but why didn't they talk okay. about Chris Rainey stalking and
1: like raping his ex-girlfriend bro for real he like that text point- was like you're he gonna went fucking to, like,
3: die you tonight or some shit it's like, what yeah. the fuck they didn't they he didn't even to, like, really talk about Aaron
2: Hernandez well, like, I, like I, I kind of figured they wouldn't touch on Aaron. I kind of figured they wouldn't touch yeah. on Aaron. I mean, he's wanted for murder. Netflix is not going to be like, oh, let's jump all over this shit. Even though they put up shit about murder all the time. They had a whole other 10 episodes they could have fucking put on this shit. Yeah. They wanted to talk about Tebow and God and stuff, which I think is cool. Why do they talk about cool. Urban, Urban Meyer sexually assaulting
1: young women in bars? <laughs>
2: Was he doing that in college? Probably. Probably. Wasn't Probably.
3: that where the chick was sitting on his lap? Yeah. Nah, dude, I mean, that, that was, was him and Trevor in Lawrence.
1: <laughs> <laughs> we were just spending quality
2: time with his quarterback.
3: Oh, man. That's <laughs> oh, no, right. I forgot.
2: Those fucking pictures. Uh, by the way, I thought that was so hysterical. I know that, that made its rounds on the internet, but they turned all the starting quarterbacks into women, and then they just left Trevor Lawrence's picture alone. That's exactly what he looks like, and people were like, I'd smash the shit out of that. And I was like, that's a fucking <laughs> man. That's a fucking man. <laughs> I mean, he's beautiful. Let's be honest. Yes. He's beautiful. Yeah. All right. Who else do you like? Me? I'm going through all of it. Yeah, go let's through fucking, all of it. Let's fucking do this shit. All right. <laughs> so next guy go up. back to your cookie. Next guy up. <laughs> I finished that cookie, boys. I'm going to get number two on that shit. Anyways. <laughs> Adam Thielen is my next quarterback, and here's why. I know I can, I can almost hear the groans right now. People are like, oh, what the fuck, Adam Thielen? Listen, Adam Thielen is going to be the number one receiver in Carolina. And I know that's not necessarily saying much, but he's a veteran that's going to be there for his rookie quarterback. At the very least, he's going to be keyed on in the offense. Like the offense is going the passing game is going to revolve around this guy. It has to. They're not going to give the keys to fucking Mingo. I like Mingo, but I think Adam Thielen is going to be the guy. I I still think he's got some juice left. I can see him catching 12-plus touchdowns. That's what he fucking does. It's what he did in Minnesota, and I get it. Minnesota is a better passing offense, but I think as the number one guy, he's going to be fucking solid. He's going to be solid. He's going to be Mr.
0: Reliable for the young Bryce Young. What do you guys think? I don't know. Thielen, he's old you're old i i'm not a pro football player anymore
1: so fair enough so there's that no i don't know like i just i don't i I don't know bryce young from what i watched in the preseason you know you take with a grain of salt i didn't he didn't look quite nfl ready to me and I mean, the value for Thielen, especially if you're drafting him that late anyways, it's kind of like, who the fuck else are you going to take? And at least he's technically a number one wide receiver on a
0: team. But I don't know. I, I, I don't know. What do you what do you think, Fish? I don't know. Thielen?
3: Um, I agree with Rome on the sense that he's probably going to be the number one receiver in Carolina. So it really comes down to to me. It's, I guess it's risky because he's kind of old and you never know if someone old is going to get hurt, but it's pretty good value.
2: Mm-hmm.
3: Right. So, I mean, he's,
2: he's the wide receiver. He's a wide receiver 53 and he's the 127 overall
3: yeah, as like a number
2: you, one wide receiver.
3: You have a possibility to get this guy on your bench. Like, it, you, maybe yeah. your flex, maybe your bench, depending upon how your draft falls. So, like in that sense, if Adam Thielen's my first bench
2: player like i'm i'm good with that agreed agreed which leads me to my next guy because he's just about in the same fucking realm and i'm talking about juju smith schuster because juju smith schuster let's be honest he's bounced he's bounced around and he's a much better robin than he is a batman i've heard i've said that about him myself but the value here for a number one wide receiver. Is too much for me to pass up. Like he's number well, he's wide receiver forty six. He's the number one ten overall. You're getting him late in drafts. You're getting him again as a veteran that's going to be there for a guy like Mac Jones. And I know they've got other guys that I really fucking like. I like Keyshawn Boutte. I know I've said it a shitload. I even I even went out and picked up fucking Demarius Douglas or whatever his fucking name is because he was making waves at, at Patriot Camp. It doesn't matter. Juju Smith is still going to be the guy. He's still the number one. He's the most proven wide receiver that they have on the roster. Maybe you could say Devontae Parker, but still Juju's better. He's just going to be that solid underneath, which is kind of what Mac Jones... It's kind of his realm. That's where he lives. He likes that short to intermediate route, and that's what Juju Smith fucking thrives on. So I think Juju Smith is easily making... I think he's making 100 catches this year. Uh... I'd like to say over a thousand yards and probably 10 touchdowns is the number one this season.
0: I actually agree I'll- with, uh, with that. I, they're
1: going to have to throw to somebody and Mac Jones doesn't really have like the affinity for throwing the deep ball. That's why Devonte Parker has had like little, not little. He's had some success in new England after he went there last year. Juju Smith Schuster's route tree is right in Mac Jones' wheelhouse. So I I think he'll be good. And the value's there too. Like, you know, just about anybody, especially once you get later in the draft, who fucking cares? these These are your bench players, anyways. So, all right, Fish, give us some wide receivers you like.
3: Yeah, the first guy I have here. I've I've been on this guy all season, and a lot of people aren't fans, so I'll probably get some size from this also, Rome, so don't feel bad. But uh, Traylon Burks, uh, playing in Tennessee, he's got Hopkins on the opposite side of the field. Here's the thing about Traylon Burks. Last year, he had 54 targets. That has to go up. 33 receptions, that has to go up. I'm saying he'll probably get close to 90 targets, 60 receptions. Um. His yards per target is eight and a half yards, just about. And his yards per catch is 13 yards. If he gets more targets and more touchdowns, he's going to be valuable. And there's two things that can happen here. Henry can get hurt. Hopkins can get hurt. They're both old aging players at their position. And if they get hurt, that really just shoots trailing books right up for me. And where you're getting him right now is at the... Wide receiver 45, 113 overall. Like he's a bench dash. So why not take a bench dash of a high upside young player? Um, I really think that he's got nowhere to go but up from where he was last year.
2: Absolutely. I agree with you 100%. I think, I actually think that having Hopkins there and having Henry there is huge for him. He was the only guy there last year. Like there wasn't other than Henry. Henry was there. And but, he was hurt a lot, too. So right I mean, that's in the passing skill, game, he was right? the only guy. In the passing game, he was the only guy. Well, now they've got DeAndre Hopkins, and DeAndre Hopkins is a dude. Let's Nuke is a dude. I don't care what anybody says. I know he's old. He's a he's a fucking dude, though. he's gonna command coverage. He's gonna take he's gonna take all that shit away from Burks. That's what he was getting last year. So you want to talk about a guy who can be a Robin, dude. Traylon Burks can be a Robin and be fucking good.
3: And um, Ryan Tannehill's no slouch at quarterback. You know, it's not like they have like, you know, he's probably middle of the pack. He's not great, but he can get, you know, a wide receiver two performance, wide receiver three performance out of these guys in a
1: season
0: easily. Yeah. Well, Tannehill's still going to throw for 35 to 4,100 yards. They're going right. to go to somebody.
3: And I don't know. I think, I think Burks will be good. And he's, like I said, great value. Absolutely. All right. Next up here, a little bit of a homer pick, but just the same situation here value and upside. Michael Thomas. Um, I don't even need to go into stats. You know, th- uh, three Pro Bowls, two All Pros. He's player of the year. Like, he's pretty much done it all. Um, he's 30 years old, so he's not really that old yet, but he's got some injuries where his, uh, re- recently he came out and said his body was uh, rejecting the hardware. So it wasn't necessarily that the it wasn't healing like where it can't be stabilized. It was just, he couldn't have pins in his foot. If you can't have pins in your foot, they can't fix it, right? So, really, he, I've seen him going in the 10th round of drafts. If you can get him in the 10th round as your third bench player, sign me up. This guy's going as a bench player that has literally wide receiver one upside. Like he could very easily stay healthy all year with, with Derek Carr and finish as a wide receiver one going that late, It's ridiculous. I mean, I understand it, but you got to take your shot. Absolutely. And then last, all right, I'll steal this one then Josh, but
0: that's fine. Take it. It's a good pick.
3: Okay. um, Mari Cooper. I, mm-hmm. I, I threw my stats away on Mari Cooper, but let me pull it up real quick. But the, just to start it off, he's the number one receiver on the team. He finished as a wide receiver eight last year. He's currently being drafted at what was it the
1: Mari Cooper wide receiver wide eighteen, receiver four,
3: wide receiver eighteen forty one overall. So you can get him in the third round as your as your second wide receiver. Another guy who has wide receiver one upside, and like who do they have across from him? Uh, Donovan Peoples Jones, like. Because Stud? No
0: <laughs> nobody.
3: Stone- Donovan Peoples Jones is not, not terrible, but he's not Amari Cooper. And no. uh, and they're, and their their quarterback should upgrade from, from last year, right? Like well Marty he's Cooper,
2: just gonna get better, right?
3: Well, more familiar
2: with the offense.
3: And he's gonna play the whole season. You know right. so Amari Cooper put up wide receiver eight wait, was it eight? Yeah, wide receiver eight numbers last year
1: without him for the whole season.
0: Is that not what he finished?
1: Yeah, like he thing. he was a wide receiver one last year.
0: God damn, mm-hmm. good for him. Yeah.
1: And
3: and he's always been like this. He's always been good. People yeah. can say oh he doesn't play well in what was it? He plays bad at the road on the road or something like that. I'm fine with that. Give me okay. <laughs> give, give me the eight Whatever. home games. He's gonna the eight home <laughs> games. He's gonna score twenty two points. I'm good.
2: <laughs> yeah, give me half the <laughs> season where I'll be good with it. Fuck it.
3: But yeah, I mean, I mean, this guy huge upside. Pretty decent value. I, I, don't know, I, I'm looking for him everywhere
0: I can. Absolutely, that was a great pick.
1: It's funny, we actually both picked Amari Cooper because the value is just extreme. Uh, wide receivers, I really like. I like it's a combo one and two, I guess you could say. Scary Terry Terry McLaurin from the Washington Bullfrogs last year, wide receiver fourteen. Redskins. <laughs> he had 120 targets, 77 catches, 1100 almost 1200 yards, five touchdowns. Finishes the wide receiver um 14 he's getting drafted right now as the wide receiver 22 53 overall so you're getting him in like the 5th round so he's like your third wide receiver or your flex sign me up fuck like that value to me is outstanding and then another one that I like this year for his adp same team Jahan Dotson um i mean he he had some injury issues last year but right off the bat when he was healthy came out the gate strong in week 1 three catches 40 yards and two touchdowns amazing you know this guy mm. he has the potential to be something special and he's he's healthy this year uh Sam Howell he's been looking really good so and Do- Dotson's getting drafted right now he is the I want to keep losing it there it is he's is the wide receiver 35 or 87 overall so you're getting him in like the eighth, ninth round again, extreme value. I absolutely love that. And then, uh, I don't know. I don't have a third receiver. It doesn't matter. They're all great. You're beautiful. Or John (laughs) eh, (laughs) Mitchie dynasty. I, I like that, but the thing actually, you know, let me just scroll through here real quick. Uh, a wide receiver that I think can absolutely outperform his ADP. Look at this. I'm
2: doing this on the fly um i got one on the fly for you while you're looking sure let's let's hear it i think the guy that's gonna be sneaky fucking good because let's be honest he's been good fucking everywhere he goes fish you know the man josh i don't think he's been on the chargers yet but maybe someday talking about brandon cooks that dude's gonna fucking be good again in dallas let's be (laughs) fucking real about what this is come on man He's got CD Lamb to be the one. Brandon Cooks is gonna fucking be great. I don't care what anybody says. He's a guy that if you you're gonna get him late as shit, and he's gonna be a fucking he's gonna be a thousand yard receiver again because he's he's like the second best guy behind fucking Evans. He's a guy I should have put on my fucking list. But I think he's gonna be fucking real. I think he's gonna be good, man. Actually, here here's a wide receiver that I, I absolutely like right now. This ADP, I think, is fantastic.
1: It almost feels criminal. DK Metcalf, the wide receiver, 17, 37 overall. So you're getting him in like the 3-4 four, four turn. Dude, this guy does nothing but produce. Even last year, everyone was so worried about the Geno Smith thing. He was still the wide receiver, 16. He still had 141 targets, 90 catches, 1,000 yards, and six touchdowns. I mean, this guy's done nothing but has been a stud. He's been... I mean, rookie year, we can... Okay, even as a rookie, he was the wide receiver 34. I was going to say, dude, even as a rookie, he was fucking good. But, the, but this, is, this is he's coming into his fifth year, but look, 34, 7, 14, and 16. DK Metcalf is an absolute stud, and he should be drafted as such. But you know what? You take advantage of that, and you get him in the fucking fourth... You're getting a, a potential wide receiver one in the fourth round. So fucking do it. Yeah,
3: don't be silly. I have one more honorable mention.
1: It's gonna be the same thing. And
3: I don't give a fuck what people say about the quarterback, but Devontae Smith is going thirty four overall right now. And he was the quarterback ten or the quarterback, the wide receiver ten
0: last year. That offense can put up two wide receiver ones. I I don't understand why people are like assuming that he's gonna fade. He's 24 years old and he's got A.J. Brown across
3: for him And Jalen Hurts has clearly taken a step up Last year I suspect that to Take another slight step Forward this year as well like it's I really think it's going to be good another Third round Receiver that could be a number One overall
2: Absolutely. Who was your number two I'm sorry
3: who was your two uh, Traylon Burris Mike Thomas And Amari Cooper Mike I Thomas. Okay.
2: Devontes, I was just about to say if we left Here without talking about Mike Thomas my fault. I got a phone call while you were talking. Oh,
1: you're good.
2: I was wondering who you were talking. To. I was like, who's he talking to? Somebody called me with some fuck they wanted some draft advice cuz they're doing their draft right now. You should have done it live on the fucking show. Uh, well, what the fuck am I? I don't know. I'm not sure. It's, like, it's not like it's not like we do a fantasy <laughs> podcast where we give advice to people. <laughs> well, anyways, the advice was this, he was at number 4. And he wanted to know what to fucking do, and I, he was pissed off about it. And I said, listen, dude, if you're at number four, you've got a couple of options. I think you either take Bijan John Robinson, and he said, hey, I don't want to spend that high on Bijan. It's a redraft. I said, okay, fine. If I were you, I would take Travis Kelsey, because I think Travis Kelsey at four, you're getting the absolute best tight end. And if one of those guys before you is an idiot, then you get one of those top three guys, which is Jefferson Chase or McCaffrey. I'm gonna, you're in a good. I'm you're like, in a good spot. I'm gonna comment on his response. Go ahead. If you're not paying more than
3: a round or maybe two rounds above their ADP, you're not really overpaying for him.
2: Yeah, take your fucking dude. That's what like, I'm saying. Get,
3: right? Like, you could overpay for somebody if you take somebody who's going in the typically the twelfth and you take him in the seventh. Okay, maybe that's a little early. But if that guy's going in the twelfth and you take him like late tenth round, I'm totally fine with that. Every time, get your guy.
0: Yeah, Fuck yeah, absolutely.
1: All right. With that being said, tight end is a disgusting position, and we tried to find a couple that we like for their current <clears throat> value. So, Rome, go ahead and let's uh,
2: let's get your guy out there. Uh, I mean, if I have to talk about tight ends, you guys need to remember I played this position, and I just hate it. If you're not named Travis Kelsey, you suck, Dick. I know. Pat Fryermuth, I'm hearing some good things from him. so. <laughs> Stop selling your guy. I told you what I want: seventh round pick, and you can and you can have Singletary <laughs> for Fryaruth in the seventh. And and, uh, you're and, Taylor. Taylor. and I've got Hawkinson. I overpaid for Hawkinson. I don't even know why. I hate the position, but I did because I was drunk and high. But anyways, let's continue with this shit, guys. My num- my guy that I'm talking about tonight is Evan Ingram. Okay, he's the Titan eight and as the tight end 8 you can go anywhere between fucking round 6 and round 16 who fucking really knows it's kind of whatever somebody's feeling about you at any one particular time he's number 83 overall but i actually think for where he's at at tight end 8 you're you're going to get a guy who overproduces what he's actually sitting there ranked at because i think in that offense I'm, I'm predicting a big turn for Lawrence. I think Lawrence, another year under his fucking guy, getting away from Urban Meyer's, Urban Meyer's system, I think he's going to be a fucking stud. I think Calvin Ridley's going to add a whole other element to this offense where now people can't key on a guy like Kirk or Ingram. Ingram's just going to open up down the middle of the field. People sleep on him because, let's, I mean, let's be real. He had a great rookie year, right? I think that was what it was. Yes. <clears throat> yeah. And then he kind of yeah. was uh, shitty-ish. Not shitty, he but he just had, sort like, of the, there.
1: He had like the second or
2: third best rookie tight end performance in fantasy football history. Right. And then he just sort of was there, kind of got hurt a lot. Listen, the guy's got huge upside. And if you're taking him as your tight end eight, you're taking them late in the draft. This guy could be a nice fucking flyer for you in that in that offense, which I really think is going to move the ball through the air this year a lot. I mean, even last year, Lawrence threw for, what, 4,500 yards? Something like that. I don't like have that. that shit right in front of my face. But, yeah, it's it's got to be some – I know he was over 4,000. 4, so like they're going to move the ball through the air. He's going to be a huge part of that offense. He's the tight end eight. You're going to get him at a value. You don't have to pay p- premium fucking prices. Go get your fucking guy. I wish I would have listened to myself right now. We should have done this podcast before because I spin out too high on a guy like TJ Hawkinson hoping that that motherfucker would go out and get what he's trying to get paid, which is some ridiculous, absorbent number for a tight end. He wants to reset the market. Whatever he's fucking talking about. I'm buying into it for fantasy purposes. I hope he can get it done, but I think Ingram is a safe value pick for a shitty position.
1: It's hard to argue, and especially if you're getting him in like you know ninth, tenth round when it doesn't. You see, ADPs I think are silly because I think Angram went in like the eleventh or twelfth round or some shit like that in our home league. Yeah. So it, you know it's, but but I mean you're getting him in double digit leagues, so you punt the position, and you're gonna so that means you're loaded up with running backs, uh, wide receivers. Maybe you took an early quarterback, so you have Josh Allen or Jalen Hurts, and then. Get fucking Evan angerman And and what do we say every week? 50
2: yards and a touchdown. That's all I want. Yeah, 40 yards mm-hmm. and a touchdown. <laughs> Less fucking.
3: fuck uh, it. Yeah. And ADP is silly. The thing with ADP is it works really good in baseball. And it works really good if you join a, ran- a league with people that nobody knows each other. Right? Yeah. Because you have to use some baseline. But once you start playing with people three, four years, mm-hmm. like people are going to start to get onto the patterns and what patterns are working. And then they think that that's well, the only pattern to win. And then like home leagues just turn into a fucking mess. Every time our home,
1: our home league is insane. Like w- there was one year in the first two rounds of so 24 picks. Like, was it like 20 of them were running backs? Yeah. yeah I would just, like to
3: take this year, time. One person took six running backs before they took any other position.
2: Yeah. I would like to take this time to just tell everybody if they ever listen, fuck all of you guys. I hate you all so much. You are the worst people to be in a league with. <laughs> that is all. Uh, Although league, apparently all twelve teams are team playoff teams. Team, everybody, you know,
3: I was like, "Damn,
2: deep." Oh, you got? You heard that? Somebody told you about that? You told me that. Oh yeah, that was definitely you're all like a, you're all high. And you're like,
1: oh, this team's totally a playoff team. <laughs> <laughs> All 12 teams. All 12 teams are playing. Even
2: myself without a first round pick and fucking Jonathan Taylor and all that bullshit going on. Nah, playoff team. Listen, it was it was the butt of a joke. Nobody a lot of people didn't get it. They thought I was serious. And I was like, damn, I guess. Just a good comedian, that's all. But good timing.
1: Comedic timing.
3: All
2: right, Fish, who's a tight end that you like? And you actually drafted this guy.
3: I did draft this guy. You can get him late as shit. You don't even have to draft him if you don't want. You could if your league allows, I recommend to not Draft him and draft another position. And then Sunday morning, you'll decide if you want to pick him up or if you want to go another route. Um,
0: Juwan Johnson. I beat a homer again, so I get it, right? But this is third year or fourth year in the league.
3: He's improved every single year. He was in tight in 15 last year, so he's not outside the realm of taking another step forward. This guy had 508 yards and seven touchdowns last year. And he's got arguably, arguably a better quarterback. Um, his yards per target, eight yards. Yards per catch, 12. And we've seen Derek Carr feed tight ends in Oakland, Las Vegas. Absolutely. So,
0: Darren Waller, baby.
3: Right? We've seen it. We, could, yeah. we, so we know <laughs> Derek Carr can support it. I really think that he's going to be a tight end one. A tight end's gross position. It's not that hard to be a tight end one. All he's going to need is, but two hundred, three hundred more yards than last year, and keep the seven touchdowns. Like
2: wasn't wasn't be. Taysom Hill a tight end one last season? Just saying. Probably. I I don't know. I don't have that in my. I'm not trying to look on any of that shit. But I'm pretty, I'm pretty sure pretty he was.
3: True. Yeah, and, and you know they could. Taysom Hill is kind of different, but he could, they could both end up a tight end.
0: Well, yeah, Taysom Hill was the tight end number nine last year. Just saying. Yeah, no i I like both of them. I would do both. Not like in the same Groans. league, but like
3: it, Tight, tight end is such a gross position. Where unless you're going to get like top player, like just take your pickings at, after everybody else does.
0: Um, yeah, if yeah. you don't get, sure, if you sure don't get, there's
3: a lot of. Go ahead. Oh, no, no, no. You're fine. Go ahead. I was just saying, sure, there's value in people in the middle. Like, Ingram could be good. Waller could be good. But these other two guys could could be just as good. Irv Smith could finally stay healthy for a year and be just as good. Like, it's just such a crapshoot.
1: Yeah.
0: Well, I mean, you know, like,
1: we've always, we've said it numerous times. If you don't have Kelsey, Andrews, It'll slowly falling out of that category, I feel, but who knows? Maybe. How dare you? You're paying a high price for a guy that plays 10 games, but. Oh. <laughs> the, the, oh, the, the, the tight end I'm taking for value, again, he probably won't even get drafted in your home league, realistically, but <laughs> Greg Dulcich, Denver Broncos. <coughs> current ADP's tight end 18 164 overall so you're getting him in like the 13th 14th round. But I will say this. He only played in 10 games last year, but he was the tight end 30. But I mean he I don't know Russell he still got 55 targets. So Russell Wilson despite throwing horrible targets, he was throwing it his way. He had 12.45 yards per catch. So I mean, I don't know, it's I don't know. Just don't fucking draft. I don't know. Fuck tight end. Take Kelsey yeah. in the first round. No, don't do that do it. Just don't even pick tight
0: end.
1: Do yeah. it. I Actually, you know it's funny? Kelsey's Over the ready. years, how we used to like, you know, people shit on kickers. I'd rather play two kickers than the tight end position.
3: Oh, I got something here for you guys, actually. Okay. All right, what you got? What position sco- scored the m- in all football time, what position has scored the most points?
2: You're talking about in, like, in actual football or in fantasy? Yes,
3: like in actual football.
2: Kicker, isn't it for sure?
3: No, it's the running back. The running back scored one hundred ninety-four thousand five hundred thirty points. Second place, kicker,
0: Morton
2: Anderson.
3: Well, this Can is he played like twenty-seven points. years. This is, this is all the points combined of every player, but oh, like oh. the position itself has scored more points than receivers, tight ends, quarterbacks. <laughs> in all, how many more
2: team. points than tight ends?
3: So tight, so kicker. <laughs> Kickers has scored 173,230 points. Just guess what the tight ends is. Give me a shot.
2: Give me the, give me the
3: number right there again. Sorry. What was it? 173,230.
2: And how many points have a tight end scored in, in all, as all as time all of them combined? Mm-hmm. All tight ends combined. First of all, this is a fantastic stat.
3: Yeah, this is from Stat News, the website, so
2: shout out the stat hype. Let's, yeah, shout them out, because that's good Uh, yeah. I mean, you said 100, how much, sorry, how many points? A
3: kicker is 173,000 in some change.
2: Dude, I'm going to say, like, maybe 80,000.
3: Josh, do you want to guess or no?
0: You better guess. what What was the question?
3: How many points have tight ends accounted for all time in football? Like NFL games, not fantasy.
1: I'm gonna, it's going to be something stupid low. It's going to be like 7,500. <laughs>
3: okay. 51,070.
2: Okay. I was close. I was almost there. I said 80.
3: Kickers have scored three times more points than tight ends. You know what's crazy? Quarterbacks. 25,478, and they do include both passing
1: and rushing touchdowns. Interesting.
3: Well, you know, to be fair, for the first, like, 50... That's all that should be in fantasy, if you want to talk about. Well,
1: well, for the first, like, 50 years of the NFL it was all about just running it. Yeah, for sure. And and kicking field goals. Well, it's funny, like, I was watching a thing, and they were talking about, like, like, oh, this guy was a stud quarterback. He threw for 3,000 yards and 15 touchdowns. <laughs> Fifteen. And it's touchdowns. like, yeah. And it's like, wow. That's a big year for him. What a fucking arm on that guy. Yeah, guy's got a fucking cannon.
0: <laughs> but
1: actually, here I got a fun stat for you. I love stats. What do all these players have in common? Kyle Pitts, Jamar Chase, Jalen Waddle, Panay Sewell, J.C. Horn, Patrick Sertan, Devonta Smith, Justin Fields, Micah Parsons.
0: They are all gay. Yes. And they
1: were all drafted after Trey Lance. Oh, gosh.
0: (laughs) I think Rob's heart just broke.
2: (laughs) (laughs) Because
0: actually,
1: I should have brought up at the beginning of the show. So the Trey Lance saga has finally ended in San Francisco. They traded away three first round picks to take Trey Lance at three all those beautiful men were drafted after Trey Lance and in return ah. San Francisco gets a 4th round pick from Dallas.
3: Okay, but hold on, this story's not over yet. What if San Francisco uses that 4th round pick from Dallas to draft the next Tom Brady? They're
1: going to draft another quarterback, so, yeah.
3: What if what if it was all worth it? And they just I don't like they're, this. They're just <laughs> it hard
2: way. <laughs> I don't like this at all. Oh, fucking hell. <laughs> I'd like to take this moment to say, Trey Lance, thank you for your time in San Francisco, for going two and two. And, um, you go to hell. That's all. You you wasted so much of our. First of all, I know we had this conversation, Josh, on my way on my drive home from work yes. today. It's like, man, what the fuck? Somebody in that front fucking office needs to get whacked. Somebody needs to get fucking fired for this shit. Because, and I don't know who it was that vouched for this motherfucker. And I know you talked about it to me, and it's like, hey, they should have traded up and taken their guy. And if it was fucking Mac Jones, then it was Mac Jones. And I, you know, my whole thing during that draft, guys, I was so happy to not see Mac Jones' name called at three. I love Mac Jones. I think he's a great quarterback at 11. It would have been great to pick him up at 11 because he went, what, 15 that year to the Something Patriots? Like yeah. So I'm sitting there going, all right, you can't trade up to three and take Mac Jones. That's not the value. There's no value there. And to trade what they traded, I was just happy to see anybody's name other than Mac Jones. I wanted them to take Fields. I honestly, truly wished that Zach Wilson would have fallen to three. I think that would have been absolutely tits. That would have been exactly what that franchise needed because Zach Wilson has the live arm. He can run. He can move around. He could be that guy. And in the system, he would have been fantastic. Trey Lance never. He just never panned out. And I knew I had a gut feeling it would never happen. He came from too small of a school. He never had enough reps at the position. I mean, this just really goes to show you what reps at the position is really about. Like People always shit on guys like, and you can say whatever you will, Brady Quinn had a shitload of reps. He wasn't good in the NFL. Okay. It happens. More often than not, guys that come into the NFL with not a lot of reps and not even a big school. Like, You can say what you want about Carson Wentz. He came from the same fucking school. And Is Carson Wentz good, Fish?
0: Good? I wouldn't say he's good. He's good enough. Thank you. Is Carson Wentz good, King Josh?
2: He's okay. He's, he's not as bad as Trey so, Lance. do so you use
3: yeah. for a quarterback like that? There's I would say he's like,
2: just about the same as Trey Lance, if not a little bit better. And and that's hard to even say because they came from the same fucking school. You listen, they're playing at North Dakota fucking state. They're not playing. They're playing Montana Tech. We're yeah, not talking about good fucking schools. Like
3: half the population of the state.
2: So it's like the second this motherfucker gets to the NFL, he thinks he can run. Guess what? You can't. You're not fast. You were fast when you were playing against Idaho, Idaho State. You were fast when you were playing against that community college that has a a fucking bear as at its <laughs> offensive line. <laughs> Like you're not playing anybody that's fucking worth a shit. You don't know what speed really fucking is until you get to the NFL and you go, Oh shit. Everybody fucking it's, here is good and fast.
3: It's not only speed too, it's it's like a agility and
0: right decision right.
3: making, right? Even when you're I think that's the thing is in college you can just run fast. I don't even watch a lot of college. I don't really I don't well, really like like Johnny like Manziel that much. You can just run fast. Right? And depending upon the teams you're playing against, you'd probably be fine. Here, yeah. you, have to, you have to make good decisions while you're running. And you see Trey Lance just like, I mean, yeah, quarterbacks can do it, but like, he's just like bulldozing people. He's not. he He's more agile than that, I think. He, I don't know how much, but he makes bad decisions. Right.
2: He doesn't process information fast enough. That's why he sits there and he waits in the pocket and he waits and he waits and he waits and it just looks like shit. Dude. Most of his highlights, and and here's the God's honest truth, Josh. I know you said you watched the highlights. His highlights aren't fucking highlights. I watch so much Trey Lance, guys. Trust me. This motherfucker will do a nice bootleg rollout and throw across his body. Now, he's got a big arm, right? He can make throws. He'll throw across his body, and he'll hit Debo Samuel somehow wide open because there's broken coverage. That's not a fucking highlight. That's a broken play. Mm Mm-hmm. Yeah, I I don't. I want to see you make throws. I want to see you right. I want to see you make actual shit happen. He's he never did that. He never fucking did that, and that's why he's that's why he couldn't beat out Brock Purdy. That's why he couldn't beat out fucking Sam Darnold. As as much as people want to shit on Sam Darnold, dude, that guy's fucking good. He was still a top four pick in the NFL draft when he got drafted. He was still a dude at SC. The guy who fucking won the Rose Bowl. He's fucking good player. He just got shitty. He, he went to fucking the Jets before they were good. So no matter how you want to fucking slice it, like Trey Lance, and I know they I saw something today that pissed me off so bad, guys. Oh, it made me so upset. They're talking about how they gave Alex Smith five years instead, and they gave Trey Lance four games. And it's like, no. I mean, they watch him at practice. It's not just about what it is it, during the game. They see that, but this motherfucker does at practice every single day. That's such a, I, this is why I hate social media so much. And I know this is a fucking form of social media, but whatever, bro. Like they just, they don't get it. They don't understand what, and this may be my coaching coming out. This is it. Here it is. They don't fucking understand. Like every single day they watch this motherfucker. They see him every single day, and he was the third string quarterback, guys. No matter how we want to slice it,
3: yeah, I think that's a a great point. And I think that's like that, and like pretty much every sport is like you don't know what's going on behind the scenes. And sure, there's beat reporters who are saying like, but beat reporters is you can't really take what they say for everything because they'll be like, oh, this person made a great play. It's like, okay, well, how many plays did he run, right? And they and they do tabulate all that, and sometimes they have websites where they release it all, but.
2: And sometimes they don't. <laughs> sometimes is, they I, just put that shit out there.
3: This is true. And, and so you're only seeing a snippet of it. But it's also, I mean, there's some merit to, oh, some people play better in games than in practice. Okay, that's true. I don't think he looked that great in the games, dude. No, Never did. In the regular season games, in the preseason games. Like, sure, he made plays here and there. But I want regular
0: plays. And Brock Purdy was making regular plays all the time or consistent,
1: you know? Yeah. Yeah. All right. Well, that's enough of Trey Lance talk. That was way more Trey Lance talk. Fuck that guy.
2: Yeah. I
3: was right about it. I was never high on that guy. I thought he was good. Good
2: luck, Trey, is all I'm going to say. Good luck, Cowboys. I I wonder how Dak... Prescott feels in this whole situation. He, he probably doesn't, doesn't care. care. He's probably a third ring, third string quarterback <laughs> in Dallas, too. <laughs> yeah. He's just gonna go throw he's just gonna throw interceptions about it. That's all. He's like, Oh, you mean tall black Ben Denucci? Yeah, whatever.
1: <laughs>
2: <laughs> he's, no pretty, he's probably
3: pumped, dude. He's probably like, Oh hell yeah, this is my backup, I'm good.
1: Yeah, he's like, dude, that's yeah. job security for me. <laughs> no no one's gonna be calling for Trey Lance. <laughs> um Cool. All right. Well, let's, uh, let's wrap it up real quick. Actually, I have a question for you guys. I was asked this live on, would you trade in Dynasty? You give away Justin Jefferson, so obviously it's going to come at a high price, but in return, you get that team's first, second, third next year, first, second, third the following year, and their first in 2026. Who
2: the hell does this person, who the hell does this person think they are? The New Orleans Saints when they drafted Ricky Williams? Come on. I just saw that and I said, "Yeah, Yeah. just just talked about
3: Trey Lance for 20 minutes. I don't think you got a whole lot lot of room to talk. At least Rick Lance was like decent."
1: Just Justin Jefferson is possibly like the most valuable asset in fantasy football right now. But if someone's offering me their entire draft for three years, yeah,
0: that's fine. I'm doing. I think I think
3: I, I think I'd take the picks. Here's the thing: Jefferson by himself may be the best value at the position, or the best like. Solid, solidified player or whatever you want to call it. I don't know. But you're gonna need more than him to win. Exactly. So I'd rather have the picks and get a bunch more players and build my team. Like, yeah, sure, you may not win right now, but your team's gonna be stacked in three years when you have six first round picks. All you need, you only need <laughs> three of them, four of them to hit.
2: Yeah. Unless that team is so fucking ready to win a championship and all they need is Justin Jefferson. I mean, if I was offered that trade, yeah, I'm fucking taking it. Yeah, especially me because I I love fucking I love the draft. I love college players coming in. Give me that all day. But Justin Jefferson for three straight draft classes. Oh.
3: Yeah. And see, and, and this is a good thing too. Like, I I don't like really watch college football. I wait when the draft starts. I like start looking into highlights and I look and I kind of watch like some things to see how the player plays. Look at stats, but I wouldn't even, I would even rather have, that's six rookies you're going to have, unless you do something else. And that's the other thing. What can you do with those picks? I can go that's get Jamar thing. Chase with two of those first, probably. Like,
1: if you have to, you could take two of those first, get a quarterback or take, you know, get Jamar Chase or get DK Metcalf. And, you know, you could turn those picks into studs if you needed to. So yeah, I would totally just take it. Because like I said, yes, it's going to be hard to replicate Justin Jefferson. You're probably not, but you you know what? Last last year rookie drafts, Chris Olave was within the first six picks. You could have gotten Chris Olave, Garrett Wilson could have gotten Garrett Wilson. You know there there's studs out there, so fuck it, why not? E. All right, well, let's kind of wrap it up here. Let's just real quick. I, I again, I apologize if you guys have already had your home drafts, but why not? So let's give some advice to those who haven't. Because actually, this weekend, this weekend is our third filthy fantasy football show contest. So those that are in it, congratulations. If you want to play with us next year, let us know. That's me champion. Yeah. Our reigning champion. Yeah. But, um, yeah. Do you have any, uh, draft advice Rome for the listeners? Any draft advice out
2: there you want to give? Um, you know, I, I guess the big thing, and, I, and this is coming with, let's take this with a huge fucking grain of salt. Because I'm coming off of a, a home league draft with you, motherfuckers. That I didn't have a first round pick, so it, you kind of come down to just take your guy, just take your fucking guy, whoever you think is really going to be the fucking guy. Fuck all the bullshit. Fuck all what everybody else is saying. You know, nobody, nobody else is going to know exactly what you want. If you think fucking Pitts is going to f- score points this year. Bro, go overdraft, pits. Go take a guy like Travis Kelsey, like I just said earlier. Go take, go take a guy like Travis Kelsey, yeah, with the fourth overall pick, whatever. If he's going to be your guy, go get your fucking guy. That's and and I know that may not be the best draft strategy, but go get your guys, whatever it takes. Whoever you are, heart, whoever your heart is feeling, go get them. You know, I'll I'll touch on
1: that. Because actually I, I agree with you. Get your guy. But my thing is don't drastically overpay for somebody, but like be reasonable. Like don't get silly with it. Like don't take TJ Hawkinson in the first round because you think he's gonna be a stud. You know, but like I don't know if you get a couple picks in and it's round five, six, and you see I don't know, Terry McLaurin or Damian Pierce, or you know, like I like that guy, just get him, just take your guy, it's fine, it's gonna be okay.
0: Yeah,
3: absolutely. Getting your guy, it also makes it fun, right? So that's the only piece I'll add to that. But that's one thing that I always like to make sure I'm doing is like, I'll draft however fuck I feel like drafting for that draft. I want to win. I'm going to try to win. But sometimes I'm just trying to have fun too. Like our home league, I kind of fuck around in that league a little bit sometimes because I'm like, I'm just going to try this shit. Um, Mm -hmm. The other thing is with strategy, you don't know if your strategy is going to work until like the third round. So I don't even try to go in and say, I'm going to have this strategy. I'm just going to look at the players on the board. And if it happens to be running backs that I'm liking in those spots, then I'm going to take the running backs. If it happens to be receivers then I'm going to take the receivers. Occasionally I'll take a quarterback or tight end. I've tried it a couple of times. It's not my favorite. It can work right. Any of these strategies can work. Like don't lock yourself into one right away. Once you, once you're three rounds in, you can kind of be like, okay, this is the build I'm building out. But like, So if you start the first two rounds and you go running back, running back, okay, well, then you're trying to go power running back. Um, If you go running back, receiver, you're trying to go for a balanced team. Like, you can kind of see what's unfolding. And then the other thing is play the draft board. Like, ADP matters to an extent, but what matters more is what's left on the board. Right? If there's 20 receivers you like on the board, but there's only four more running backs, you might want to go grab one of those running backs, even if you feel like you need the other position more because, you know, depending upon how far along the draft is, that person may be starting on your team. So Absolutely. I think that's a big, a big thing, too, is just playing the board.
1: I think also, touching on that as well, pay attention to who was taken around your guys. So, like, let's say, you know, you're coming up on the turn and everybody around you has a quarterback, and you're like, oh, should I take a quarterback right now? But then if it's, like, the two teams before you and the two teams after you both have a quarterback, you probably don't have to grab them that round. You can get that wide receiver, get that running back, and then on the turn, if you want, grab your quarterback, because then it's like, hey, you know, just try to pay attention who's coming off the board. Um, yeah.
3: I think you can expand on that too, right? So if
1: you have you said the
3: two teams before you and the two teams after you, but if you're picking like the seventh pick and you're going like backwards and it's going to be 12 picks bef- before you, each team's going to pick twice. You can even do the same thing with quarterbacks. Say it's the eighth round, and every other team has a quarterback. Like, sure, you're kind of risking it. Somebody might take a second one, but odds are, if there's four left, one of them's going to follow you. Yeah, like, like no, it's not very high chances that a quarterback run will go that way.
1: Exactly. Like, like for instance, in in our in our home league, we just had our draft, and it's a one keeper player. And six of the twelve teams kept a quarterback, so I knew I was pretty safe on quarterback, but I really wanted Justin Herbert, I'm a charger fan, and he's a stud fantasy quarterback. So in the fourth round, I just took him, even though I didn't have to literally every team on each side of me had a quarterback i just I wanted my guy, and I wanted f fun so so I was like, "Fuck it, I'm just gonna take my guy, and it's funny, even after I made that pick. I got a text from one of the guys in the league,
0: and they were like, I get it.
3: Yeah, I have one more. (laughs) I have one more, and I think it's a little too late for you to be able to do this this year, but you could definitely utilize it next season. And you might have some time, depending upon your lifestyle and everything. But do mock drafts and try to do them with people. And I'm not... And one reason, a lot of people are like, oh, do mock drafts. You can see where people fall, where they slide. I'm not even worried about that. What I like to do with them is... Draft a team and be like, I do not like this, right? Like, this is something I want to avoid doing in a draft that matters. And then drafting yeah. other teams and being like, hey, I like this build. Like, these, these are players that I'm feeling good about. it. Like, you kind of get a gut instinct of, like, whether you're going to like it or not, and whether you're going to be right or wrong. Like, even the experts are only right, like, 60% of the time. It's, just let's be real with ourselves. Like, even the top top fantasy show experts, like, they miss, you know, they swing and miss too, so mm-hmm.
0: all the time. Yeah, I saw you went and got your dinner.
2: Good job, Rome. I did. I'm having brinner from brinner. Jack and the Crack. What'd you get? Brinner. Is that breakfast, breakfast for, dinner? for dinner? It's yeah, like breakfast that. for dinner. Some brinner. Yeah. Shout out, that. Scrubs. Thank you. That was good. I got myself some uh, a sausage, egg McMuffin. I, I call them McMuffins, even though I'm sure they're not because it's same, from Jack It's all the, the same shit. You get a hash brown, you put it inside the sandwich. Delectable.
3: I've never done the hash brown. Is it have
2: cheese on it? Yeah. Yeah, it's okay. got cheese. That's good. That's good. That's yeah, I don't good. fuck <laughs> around with it. Come on. You don't get this physique unless oh, no, you like no, cheese. No, the cheese. Yeah.
0: Yeah. It's a byproduct of cheese. There you go.
1: All right, guys. Yeah. I think that'll wrap it up for us. It's is a good place to stop. Good Perfect. luck on your drafts if you haven't done them yet. And again, if you want to be a part of the Filthy Fantasy Football League next year, slide into that DM and let us know. Uh get us on socials at Filthy Ball Show is the show Twitter. Get Big Rome at Big Rome FFF, And get the Fantasy Fish at F Fish. Instagram us at Filthy Fantasy Football Show and send in your emails to filthy fantasy football show at gmail. Oh fuck, I forgot the most important thing. If you're buying a trophy, belt, ring, whatever for your fucking league, and I got to remember to say it's the beginning of the show, but we are now best friends. If you want to support the show, but don't just give us money because that's weird, go to trophysmack.com slash filthy. Buy some sweet swag. Like our home league, we have that big perpetual trophy with everybody's name on it that I haven't gotten nameplates for it in a couple of years. I got that from Trophy Smack. That thing is totally sweet. But yeah, go to trophysmack.com slash filthy and buy some cool shit they got custom rings belts plaques metals gr- they even have grills you can have a fantasy champion grill and be fucking cool but yeah check out their stuff they got some really cool stuff they're really cool people over there and we're happy to be a part of that so all right i'm out of here i love you king josh josh the king big room fancy fish have a good one y'all.